everybody. Welcome to a brand new format of the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Pekulski. We know how valuable your time is. Sometimes it's not possible to get to all your favorite podcasts and listen from the beginning to the end. So what we've done is we've decided to create a brand new format that allows you to get all of the high impact habits, all of the most valuable information in just short condensed amount of time. And ultimately, when you hear this podcast and you know how much you love this information, you have the opportunity to then go back and listen to the entire conversation with the guest. So I hope you love it. Uh, if you do love it, I would absolutely love it if you would subscribe to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast, share this podcast with at least one person you know and love as we continue to spread this message of intelligent muscle building and ultimately using muscle building and intelligent movement to live to a ripe old age and extend our lifespan. So without further ado for me, enjoy the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. Many people, they are talking have done a lot of seated meditation and practice presence and awareness. But if you take them and you try to put any kind of feedback on their focus, you'll be surprised at the result. An outside feedback. For example, take a stick and balance it on your fingers. Everybody can do that pretty much for 30 seconds. No problem. Take an advanced meditator. Have him do it for 30 seconds. If he's successful, tell him, now do it for one hour without dropping the stick. You'll discover that his focus cannot be applied well into this new scenario. And he will lose it after a few minutes, one moment of lack of awareness, and boom, it falls. And that's, for me, touching the weakness of the container, even seated meditation, where if you're truly interested in achieving present, continuous presence, regardless of scenario, you are, you have a better bet to do it through multiple containers and using some kind of a feedback where it's possible. You said when referring to movement as the gateway to an optimized mind, right? So you used the, the, the example of you know, becoming better, a better thinker or mathematician. You mentioned applying a, spe a specific methodology and I'm curious what that methodology is. This is really the heart of my work. This is really what most people don't know about my work. They cannot appreciate it and because they will never know it from outside. This is truly the essence of what I call movement practice. I don't need to take my shoes off to count the number of people that I believe are addressing it well from my point of view. Of course, it's just my point of view. Why? Because some systems are all about the protocols. If you get the right protocol, you get the result. But this practice is all about error management. It's not about the protocol. You can, I can give you all the protocols, as people are doing, and you still have no results whatsoever in terms of general movement development, etc. Because it's all about managing the day-to-day -day problems that are arising individually. So, for example, in our online uh, platform that we offer people training, there is no program you can get. You, you can't buy a program. It's all individual, and you are being monitored by a person on the other side, constantly receiving feedback, which makes it very cumbersome, very expensive, and very difficult to do in terms of sending videos and being all the time being watched and being... But it is the real practice. And that is also something that 
actually appears in almost everything, also in bodybuilding. For example, you can give me your program. It doesn't mean nothing. It has many aspects of problem solving day to day that I need to learn how to do. This is the order in the chaos. And the way that I try to switch the task and construct the practice as I go along the way, and I try to do the same with my students. Of course, you make many mistakes, but because my focus has been on it for many decades, I, I've, I've, I've gained certain insight into the, in this process. And I, and I see that a lot of people, that's where they fail. They try to get certain protocols. They just try to repeat the protocols, whether it's, uh, you know, chemical protocols, uh, whether it's nutritional protocols, whether it's a movement protocol. It's just bad protocols. It, 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 it gives something, but the real secret is not there, especially in this practice. The real secret is not there. It's super individualized. Every scenario changes and switches, and it's never the same. You never step into the same river twice. I'm curious where the, the inspiration for this depth of exploration and curiosity came from. I think um, part of it is something that emanates from inside, some combination, some lucky combination of attributes. Uh, I haven't been blessed with many physical attributes or that I would really could have used during my, my practice. Um, but certain other attributes of way of thinking, way of feeling, certain sensitivity was there. And the second part is proper environment for self-education. And this, my mother has been a big part of that. Instead of educating me, she took care that I will educate myself, which was a much smarter and an intuitive way for her. She, she didn't need to specifically think about it, some of the things she did, but other things she just naturally understood, which allowed me to construct certain way of being, which is very resilient, is very autonomous, and it enabled me to, to navigate my life I think in a better way in many scenarios. And this relates to what you mentioned, all these rules and all these educational attempts that are being slapped on us, which are actually robbing us the opportunity of developing the real skill behind everything. For example, uh, if you tell me um, not to lie as a parent, you make me a slave. Even if I don't lie, I'm not doing it from any motive of my own. I'm doing it out of fear. I'm doing it out of trying to please, etc. So this is not actually genuinely rising from me and occurring from the right place. But opposite, I've been now robbed of that opportunity to a large extent. While if you create the conditions in which I will feel the sting of my lies, naturally and alone, then you would educate me in a passive way much more deeply and will affect me for the rest of my life. And I think that we receive certain opportunities of that sort, but most of these opportunities are being stolen in modern culture. I want to be able to move at a level that my kids move and teach them how to move and pass it on to them. Because I just see the value. I just see the value, as you say, in awareness. Like awareness is the root of all change. Uh, you know, in order to make a shift, we have to become aware of it. And 
Um, yeah, that's that's tremendous. So I, I want to come back to you know, what it would look like for someone sitting at home right now saying, okay, I want to start uh, an intentional movement practice. I want to start mo- moving in a way that you would suggest to get, get out of the box, we'll say, right? Or to start exploring the small frame. Okay. The real answer people don't like to hear, but that's the real genuine answer I can give. In this state of hearing these, being inspired, the only answer can be education. This is the only answer. We can apply certain things and we can start to play with certain things, but definitely the majority of our investment in this beginning phase is to study these concepts. And these are very weird way of using our mind, using our body, using our awareness. And it takes education. Um, just like if, you, if I ask you about bodybuilding, then I can, you can give me the, the simple global gym workout three times, eight to 12 or whatever, and that would be immediate. Cool. But the real answer, if you wish to become involved with bodybuilding, would be to educate yourself on so many different things. And also at the same time, start to practice. And that's the answer, the only answer that I can also give. Uh, have you ever experienced in maybe the last, you know, call it 20 years, any injuries or any joint pain? Very little, very little, because my secret is that I'm a big coward. Hence, I, I've been able to always avoid the things that next to me, people in martial arts or the military or anywhere that I was in, in competitive athletics, etc. I saw people getting injured. And I think this is also part of my limiting factor that I'm very resistant to certain change and had to work on that over the years, but it also protected me tremendously. I've experienced some injuries here, there, but relatively for what I did and for the time I did it and for the amount of practice, like I'm saying many, many hours a day, every day, that's what I do. My body is a body of a child. That has been also a big eye-opener, as I saw like people over the years degrade and have difficulties. And then other students of mine, I saw a difference. I saw something else that is there to balance it out, to protect. Um, and and that, that is certain attribute of it. For me, one of the proper practices. The reason is not the usual reason that people think of. Usually we are mentioning longevity and we mention health. Two words that I have a bit of a nausea from and, and have ty- got tired from. Because this longevity, it, it comes on a cost. It, it, it comes with a cost. It, it, comes, it comes with a certain price that you pay as an individual in your evolution. And also it comes as a cost of the global, of the of the the major the big pool if you survive long somebody else doesn't there is always a cost and the other thing is like this perfect health but sometimes we need to actually damage our health to get certain certain progression certain attributes if we are trying to aspire for perfect health we are moving against the grain because from the moment we are born we are dying We are in a constant death. We are aging and dying. We are not living, we are dying. 
So hence, this immediately creates a collision and immediately creates a problem that starts slowly, slowly to build up, to build up, to build up. Look at, for example, for, for example, my beard, my white beard. When I, when I got a few white hairs, I could, <laughs> I could paint them black, but eventually my whole beard will turn white. And now I have to paint it daily and to keep it in that shape. And underneath the surface, it is white, but I hide it. Let's say I, I am able to hide it, but other aspects will spill out. So my skin will wrinkle. So I hide that. Another aspect will come out. My eyes will deteriorate. And you see the quality of the eyes in older people. Everything you are just creating a resistance and eventually it will eat you up. Eventually it will build up to huge magnitude. What I'm saying is I don't, I don't say abandon this. Let it wash over you. Let it degrade you. Take care of yourself, but know a limit. Health is not a good epitome to focus on. Neither is longevity. Anyone that does that and put all the eggs in this basket will eventually, from basic logic, as I said, will pay the price. Because in this game, we all go to the same spot and we all lose that game. But if your game is different, you might get away with it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed today's high impact summary. If you want to go deeper into any of the content you just heard, don't forget to check out the full length show that was just released. You can head over to muscleintelligence.com slash podcast to check out that in all of our podcasts. If you want to subscribe so you never miss a podcast, head over to your favorite podcast platform, whether it be Spotify, Apple, YouTube, any of the amazing places where great podcasts to listen to, you can head over there and subscribe. If you want to join our email list to get free information where I'm constantly providing value, I'm constantly providing insights into the information learned on these podcasts, you can head over to muscleintelligence.com slash learn to grab a free guide on ultimately living your greatest life. Thank you for being here. And as always, live your greatest life in a body that you absolutely love. Thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Bikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.